You're listening to a message from Impact Student Ministry, a middle and high school-oriented production of The Summit Church. All right, all right, all right, everybody, let's take a seat, let's get cozy. Man, y'all sound wonderful up in here. I like it. Oh, I love this. All upper class, we're moving to the back. Look at that, we got some coming closer. Good deal. Hey, guys, we're so excited y'all here hanging out tonight for the last week of our Fulfilled series. Hey, let's just give it up one time really, really loud for the band. How about that? Yeah. I love the energy up in here. And it's, it really is great. We can hear you guys singing backstage. And some of the girls are like, oh. I love it. It's wonderful. Hey, we're so glad y'all are here, though. Hope you guys have a a wonderful time uh, tonight over this next hour. And here's the deal, guys. In this series, we've talked a lot about the Holy Spirit. And we're trying to figure out this thing. What is the Holy Spirit? God the Father, God the Son, and then this Holy Spirit ghost weird thing. And some of y'all might be like, when I hear the Holy Spirit, especially if I'm at church, it's just really kind of weird. And I kind of zone that out. I'm good with God, creator of all things. I'm good with Jesus' son, but then there's this spirit and this ghost. And for a lot of us, I think as Christians, it's hard to recognize the Holy Spirit in our lives. It really is. Has anybody been there before? Very, very, very hard to recognize as the Holy Spirit. I have those moments a lot. Some of y'all must be some superhero Christians. I love it. Good for y'all. But here's the deal, guys. When we walk through life and we experience life, if you've asked Jesus into your heart, then you have this thing known as the Holy Spirit with you. But sometimes we don't really recognize it. It would be like this. It probably sounds crazy, y'all. But it would be like if you had the brand new iPhone 10. Does anybody have the iPhone 10? Oh, Trevor, you lucky dog. Good for you. Somebody said they had the iPhone 15. Wow, okay. Well, they had the iPhone 15. But instead of using the iPhone 15, you decide to walk around with, a Nokia, smart uh, flip phone, satellite phone with an antenna, and it's about this big. Like an original car phone. Leaders, y'all know what I'm talking about. These original car phones where the numbers are like this big, and you can't hear anything on them. It takes up all of your head and above. Guys, if, if, if we don't recognize the Holy Spirit in us, that's kind of how we're living. Or maybe you're walking around, and you have like a brand new pair of Vans, or a brand new pair of Yeezys, or a brand new pair of uh, Jack Rogers. Girls are like, yeah, I love Jack Rogers. Okay. Or Birkenstocks or some J's, whatever it is, whatever your shoe game's like. And instead of wearing those, you probably walk around like, I'm not going to wear those, even though I have them. I'm going to wear the New Balance 407s with the high ankle support that my granddad wears. Would anybody just do that on their own? Probably not. Again, I think the same person, iPhone 15, said, yes, he's aware of New Balance 407. It's great. We're happy for you. It's wonderful. Or Target fans. Target fans in the room. Everybody. I'm really embarrassed, too, that a lot of girls are Target fans. That's wonderful. I just found out that Jake, our wonderful worship leader, he has a love affair with Target as well. Uh, if you guys are interested, talk to him. He'd love to tell you all about Target. Guys, it's like if you go to Target and you have a gift card for $100, And it sits right here in your pocket the whole time. And you don't even use it. Instead, you go up to your parents and you beg for money. Or you run and look for change in your car. Or maybe you're even like, so like, I really need money. Uh, I'm going to get outside the car at the drive-thru and see if somebody left some change out there when they were getting their tacos. Don't act like y'all haven't done that before, right? Here's the deal. Guys, if you're a Christian, you have the Holy Spirit in your life, in your heart. It's hard to recognize, but we have it. And a lot of us, we just don't use it. 
Do you know what's really cool about it is the same power that Jesus used to heal the blind lives in you right now? There you go. I like that. The same power. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> the same power that Jesus used to heal the lame and the crippled. It's all up in you right now. The same power that Jesus used to raise his boy Lazarus from the dead is in you right now. The same power that Jesus used to multiply five loaves and two fish to feed 5,000 hungry men where there's leftovers. I mean, Golden Corral couldn't even do that. And that same power is in you. Guys, the same power that rose Jesus Christ himself from the grave when everybody thought he was gone, it lives in us. And I think the biggest problem is, as Christians, so many times, either we don't recognize it, we don't want to believe it, or I think a lot of times we just think it's probably a little bit too good to be true. It could happen to them, but it's, nah, it doesn't really work that way for, for me. Hey, here's the deal. If you've uh, never experienced impact, or maybe you're still, you, you come a lot and you're still trying to figure out this whole Jesus thing, or you know, you're still trying to figure out what God's like in your life. The fact of the matter is, we're glad you're here. We're so excited. We hope you have a wonderful time. And the same power can be yours. It can be right there with a simple prayer of asking them into your heart and into your life. But a big problem that we have, Christians, or if you're really not sure about Jesus, I think for most of us, we think that we have to be perfect to experience this power. We think, we, oh, man, if I'm a Christian, that means I can't do anything fun anymore. I got to do everything right now. It's the boring life. No, man. Jesus came so we could have life and actually have it to the fullest. But if you're sitting out there and you're not sure yet about jumping all in and following Jesus and jumping with these crazy people with the front of impact that kind of smell like B.O., but it's a lot of fun, right? Or maybe you're like, yeah, I'm not really sure. I tried this before. It didn't work for me. Or maybe you're like, I feel like I'm good right now with Jesus. But here's the deal. I think for most of us, we probably fall in one of these categories here. You either have a Bruce Banner syndrome or you got a Queen Elsa syndrome. Oh, all the girls like Elsa, Elsa, Elsa. Some of the guys like, yeah, I'm the Hulk. I got the Hulk syndrome. Hey, here's the deal with the Hulk, okay? Bruce Banner. Hey, oh, my gracious me. We're about to have a Hulk explosion. Hey, Blake. Hey, guys, you won't like me when I'm angry. Oh, I like that. <laughs> Guys, Bruce Banner was a super, super smart uh, physicist, scientist. If you guys know Bill Nye the Science Guy or Magic School Bus and Miss Frizzle, he would be smarter than that, okay? But Bruce Banner, what happened to Bruce Banner as a man? Hey, guys, stay with me. Bruce Banner as a man, what happened to him? Well, there was an experiment that went wrong. Went, went wrong. All of a sudden, I'm speaking Asian. Excuse me, okay? It went wrong, and guess what happened? Well, he got hit with an extreme amount of gamma ray radiation. And when he got hit with gamma ray radiation, now anytime Bruce Banner loses control or he gets angry or nervous or anxious or worried, he turns into this big, green, scary, muscular, hairy, purple-panted monster. He had purple pants. There is no Hulk, Okay. But I think for a lot of us, when you think about this idea of following Jesus and being all in with Jesus and having the Holy Spirit and the same power, some of y'all might be like, I don't really want to be like that. Because all of a sudden, if I follow Jesus and I say, hey, I want to, I want to give this Jesus all of my life and I'm going to dedicate myself to him and get baptized. 
you probably think, well, my friends probably won't really like me as much. They might see me as a freak. I might have to wear purple pants. No, I'm just kidding. But you might realistically think that you won't be accepted because of your belief in this Jesus guy. I don't know. That could be you or you could be Queen Elsa. And Queen Elsa, who has this crazy superpower of what? Ice. And she freezes everything. And on her way, actually, she's supposed to be queen. And uh, her little sister, Princess, there you go, Princess Anna, right? They're they all going to live happily ever after. But Elsa was afraid because she had this power in her, and she didn't really know what to do with it. So Elsa said, you know what? I'm going to run away. And I think for a lot of us, we might be following Jesus right now, and we might have this Holy Spirit in us, but I think a lot of us are probably running like Elsa. A lot of us probably think, I don't really know how to go all in with this Jesus thing. I don't know if it's the right time for me. I'm going to enjoy middle school, enjoy high school, enjoy college, probably enjoy college too much, and then I want to get married, then I'll stop running away. Hey, well, my advice for y'all, if you feel like you're running away, Peyton, you got something to play for us real quick. Elsa would tell you right now just uh Y'all sing it. Come on now. Let's sing it. Here it is. Let it go. That's great. I love it. I love it. I think, for guys, for a lot of us, we need to let whatever it is that's controlling us and keeping us from going all in in our walk with Jesus, we need to let it go. Because y'all know what happened at the end of the movie. Elsa built that crazy winter castle, had this really big, mean snowman that beat up Kristoff and uh, the, little, the, the little guy. What's his name? Okay. I want to be sure you're with me. I'm just checking, just being sure. Hey, my question for y'all. Everybody stay with me. My question for you, middle schoolers. My question for you, high schoolers. Do you need to let something go in your life to follow Jesus? Well, some of you guys already answered it. It's supposed to be rhetorical, but I love that. Guys, is there something right now in your mind where you're like, I need to let that go? Because I got a power in here, and Jesus gave me this spirit in here, and he wants me to live life not just going through the motions or just going through middle school or just trying to make it through finals. Hey, Karan, you guys good over here? Can I get a couple of high school kids to come sit with my middle schoolers? Can we get a couple of high schoolers? All right, Brent, I appreciate you. Thank you, man. Get up for Brent. Thank you. Hey, guys, I think for a lot of us, though, I really think it is time that we try and let something go. Think about it in your mind right now. You got something that's keeping you from a life of really being fulfilled with the Spirit. Now, one of the best let-it-go moments from all time, I think. Oh, my gracious. We got a remix up here. One of the best let-it-go moments came from the book of Acts in the New Testament. Guys, Acts chapter 1, and Jesus is getting ready to bounce. He's, been, he's getting ready to go back up to heaven, okay? Uh, and he's basically telling his disciples, I've got to go. So guess what? You guys got to go. Here we go. Watch what happens here. And this is what Jesus tells his disciples right before he leaves and he goes back up to heaven. He says, but you will receive my power. Everybody say power. power. Say it like the Hulk. Somebody say power. Okay, good. All right, you will receive my power when the Holy Spirit comes upon you. And you will be my witnesses, 
telling people about me everywhere in Jerusalem, throughout Judea, in Samaria, and to the ends of the earth. Guys, for a lot of us, I think we forget that we have received this power. And it's not just regular normal power. It's like, hey, I let it go. I got this Hulk smash power in me. So when I get home at night and my parents are arguing and they're going through a divorce and I don't know what's going to happen next, or when I'm stressed out because my grades at school and my finals are so much and my applications for college aren't going through, or when I'm so overwhelmed because that guy I like so much or that girl I like so much won't text me back, and I feel like they just used me. When that happens, I think a lot of us forget that we have this power, and it's not just any power. It is the same power right here within us, right here in all of us, if you've asked Jesus into your life. And I know, I know it's hard because I struggle with the same thing. We fail to recognize this power in our lives. So tonight, we want to talk about how can you recognize that power. Hey, uh, the, the next verse I have for you guys, Acts 1-9. These were Jesus' last words as they watched. He was taken up and, boom, disappeared in a cloud. I think that would be so cool to see. Anybody else, like, all of a sudden, he just, like, levitates up, deuces, and he's gone in clouds, okay? Guess what he's leaving with us? What's he leaving with us? Yeah, power. Jesus wanted us to have power. Jesus went to the cross so we could have power. So when we face these moments in our lives, when we feel like we don't have the strength on our own, you're right, you probably don't have the strength on your own, but you got the power from Jesus in your heart to help you in those moments. Hey, so when did the power come? Does anybody know? The power came a few days later at this thing known as Pentecost. Let's hop to Acts chapter 2, verses 1 through 2. And this is when the power comes, guys. So check, check it out. Like if a storm, you guys ever lost power in a storm? Yes. Okay, and then all of a sudden, if the power shoots back on, it's like I didn't know I had the radio turned all the way up to 93.1, and now here comes Kenny Chesney singing about, she thinks my tractor's what? Something crazy, okay? I don't know what it was, but now it's like, oh, I just woke up. I can't believe power's fully blasted. Here's when the power comes on full blast. On the day of Pentecost, all the believers, they were meeting together in one place. These are the disciples. They were meeting probably in a place like Probably something like this here. And guess what happens? Suddenly, there was a sound from heaven like the roaring of a mighty windstorm. And it filled the house where they were sitting. Hey, guys, check this out. Have y'all sat in class before? You know, it starts raining really, 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 really hard. Maybe like today. And, you know, it takes that one student, like one of your boys, all of a sudden to look out the window like, like what was that? And then everybody kind of pauses to notice it. The teacher gets upset because it's, dis- it's a disruption. You know what I'm talking about here? And you're like, oh, man, you hear that wind going crazy. It's just whistling and whistling and whistling. And you're like, dude, something is about to go down out there. Well, this was happening in the room when they hear it, but it's not outside. It's actually happening where? Yeah, inside. Check out the next verse. Then what looked like flames or tongues of fire appeared and settled on each of them. It's like, wait, what? That's a little bit crazy, but let's, let's keep going. Everyone was present. And everyone present was filled with the Holy Spirit and began speaking in other languages as the Holy Spirit gave them this ability. Some of y'all might be like, okay, were they speaking like in partial tongue or Voldemort here or something? Like, I don't know what's going on here. Hey, guys, here's what happened in this moment in time. This is when Jesus sent his spirit because he already went back up to heaven. Right? Stay with me. This is when God sent the spirit that Moses used in the Old Testament. This is when the spirit from all time here... This is the coolest moment ever, and guess what happened? 
This is when the Spirit was sent for each and every one of us. So when you ask Jesus into your life and into your heart, guess what? You had the same Spirit that the disciples got right here. And it's available to us at all times. I think that's incredible. And if you guys remember a couple verses ago, Jesus was telling them to go and be my disciples and be witnesses where? Jerusalem, Samaria. Oh, boy. Okay. I can tell it's finals week, okay? Uh, Judea, yeah. All right, but check out this next point. This is my point I want you guys to know right now. The disciples were empowered to go because they let go. They let go of the control in their life. And when Jesus said, hey, I'm going to send you my spirit. Hey, I'm sitting in this room. All of a sudden, Pentecost happens. Spirit's flying all over the place. This is crazy. This is weird. I feel like, oh, man, I feel like I actually have the Holy Spirit now. And I can actually go and make disciples and do what God is calling me to do. Hey, everybody in this room, whether you know Jesus or you don't know Jesus yet, and you're just hanging out, God has a plan for you. And he's calling you to go somewhere. I don't know where it is. This does not mean that you can just stop going to school for the rest of the year because I'm moving to Nashville. You can't do that. But God is calling you to go somewhere. And if you've asked his son into your heart, then you are empowered to go and find and live that plan. And I have an example for y'all, I think, to kind of help with this. Is anybody in here a chocolate milk fan? Yes. Yes, absolutely, Tanner. We got some. Great, great Blake, Quran, of course. Guys, chocolate milk to me, for me, chocolate milk was like the reason I went to elementary school. I mean, that was the highlight of my day. Without a doubt, I'd get lunchtime, and they would have, like, uh, pink, I guess it was, like, skim milk, like a royal blue 2% milk of cartons, and then they would have that brown carton of chocolate milk, and I was like, I'm getting that chocolate milk. Every day, that's the only thing I wanted at lunch. I love chocolate milk. Hey, here's the deal. As Christians, God's not calling us to live as skim milk or 2% milk or even whole milk. He wants us to live a life of fullness and deliciousness, and amazingness, like some chocolate milk. Let's see if we can get some, uh, some chocolate milk out here real quick for us. Everybody give it up for Aaron real quick. Thank you, Aaron. All right. Now, here's the deal. What we're going to do right now is we're going to have some chocolate syrup, and this chocolate syrup is going to represent... It's going to represent the Holy Spirit. Uh, stay with me, okay? Stay with me. You guys might be like, this is getting really crazy. When you ask Jesus into your life, you take this glass of milk, and guess what you get filled with? Yeah. Put a little more. Okay. So if you, hey, everybody stay with me. Everybody check out this glass. If you have asked Jesus into your life, you were filled with his spirit, with God's spirit, with the Holy Spirit. That's what delicious Hershey syrup is going to represent right now. Guys, you asked him into your life. And I have a question for y'all. Is this glass right here, is that chocolate milk? Okay. What would you have to do to actually make this chocolate milk? But hold on. But, I, but guys, I thought I put chocolate in the milk. 
Okay. So I got to start. Start? Okay. So if I stir the milk, will it be chocolate milk? Hey, before, hold on, hold on for a second. Hold on for a second. Before I stir this milk, I want to ask you guys something. You can kind of see all the good stuff at the bottom, right? See the syrup? Hey, I want you guys to think about something. I think maybe some of us ask Jesus in chocolate syrup into our life. A lot of, a lot of y'all are like, yes, chocolate syrup every day. And you've asked it in your life, but now you just kind of let it sit there. And we're expecting to live a Christian life, but we don't do anything about it. We ask Jesus into our life, Holy Spirit's here, but we just sit. I think it happens with a lot of us. I know it happens with me sometimes. But that's not what the Holy Spirit was intended for. That's not why Jesus gave his life. What kind of power? It was the same power that he gave his life for that rose him from the grave lives in him. Hey, so y'all want me to stir this? So if we stir this, let, let let me flip it this way. Hey, everybody. Uh, May, do you like chocolate milk? Do you want to taste that chocolate milk for me? Just, just to be sure it is real chocolate milk. How was it, May? Good. Was it good? All right. Let's give it up for May real quick. Hey, guys. I think a lot of us, a lot of us, we expect to live a life where we don't have problems, where everything works out fine, man, where everything's just the way it should be, but we just walk around with a glass with our Holy Spirit and with Jesus at the bottom of our life. And we don't actually take time to stir it. Because here's the deal, the Holy Spirit, it actually serves a purpose, and it doesn't really serve its purpose until it's stirred up in our lives. Guys, for all of us, the Holy Spirit, it doesn't want to walk around with a disgusting glass of milk where all the syrup's at the bottom. No, it wants to be all up in all your life, all your problems, all your drama, all your issues, all the junk that you're facing. That's where it wants to be. Because that's why God gave it to us. And I think for a lot of us, we're walking around, and we're just a regular glass of milk with a little bit of chocolate syrup on the bottom. I know, guys, I have days like that. So I want to encourage y'all, if that's the case for you, And here's my uh, best application step for you. You ready? I would tell you to let it go. That one thing in your life that you have to have control of, that one thing in your life that you say, no, I got this, God can't handle this. You know you guys all have it. That one thing that is so heavy and so real to you, I would encourage you to say, I'm going to let it go. And I'm going to let God have control of that. Hey, high schoolers, here's what I'm going to tell you all to do. I would tell you guys to give up your keys. Now, hold on. Before y'all freak out and go crazy, here's a picture of, a, of my car this past week. Isn't that sweet? I actually had to give up my first car. I've had it since I was 16. Great car. Okay, so it's been about 13 years. Y'all take it easy. 
And it's been an incredible car. But it was so hard for me to give up control for this car because I loved it. I really, really cared about my forerunner. Uh, I was upset, but I think Hootie was even more upset. That's the car he's had ever since he was a puppy, right? And guys, the forerunner, though, was just sitting in my front yard, and it was collecting pollen and dirt and dust, and all I had to do was put more money in it, more money in it, more money. It wasn't working out for me. So eventually, I realized, hey, I've got to give up my keys to the forerunner. And it was so hard for me to do. <laughs> Some of y'all are like, uh, it's a car. I was like, Whitney, it's not a car. I actually kind of speak to her and tell her goodnight and just, we have an emotional connection, but guys, I had to give up my keys. Hey, for a lot of us right now, we're walking around, our chocolate syrup's at the bottom, it's not stirred because we won't give up keys to something in our life. So my question for y'all tonight, Impact, what problem are you holding the keys to and not letting God have control of? It could be something in your relationships. Guys, y'all could be in a relationship situation where you know it's a relationship problem and you know you depend on that guy or that girl way too much and you're doing things you probably shouldn't do and you wish that you would depend on God more than that person, but you're so afraid and you keep it to yourself. It could be a situation with your family. You think, I have to control it better. I don't want God to have control of that. It could be a situation with school. It could be a situation with something in your private life, something you look at online where you say, nah, I'm... I need to keep that. I need it in my life. The fact is, guys, a lot of us, we fill our lives with things that we really and truly don't need. But for some reason, we just like to have control. And it's, it's, it's okay because we all feel that. We all struggle with that. But, guys, my challenge for y'all tonight, when you get home, I want you guys to go home, write a list of things that you could give up the keys for in your life. What would it be? You probably have one thing in your mind right now that you could absolutely give control over to God. Because until we give everything to God, guess what? We're not going to have delicious chocolate milk that May enjoyed. You won't. You're going to have some chocolate milk. You got to chug it all the way to the end to get a little bit of chocolate syrup. And that's not fun because you can get a tummy ache and everything else, right? Guys, I'm telling you, God wants your keys for whatever your problem is in your life. That's why he gave the same power and that's accessible to you right now in your life. It is. But we're going to do something different tonight. Um, we've been singing a song every week this series. And Jake and the band, they're going to come out here right now. And we're going to sing this song one last time. And as we sing this song, I want you guys to think about that thing that you need to give the keys up for. I want you guys to think about what your life would look like, how much easier it would be if you didn't have to worry and stress and carry the burden of that thing in your life that you're fighting for control, fighting for control, fighting for control. And what if, just what if, you said, hey, God, I'm going to toss you the keys because I don't need to worry about this anymore because I had the same power in me that Jesus lived with and all the incredible, amazing things he did, it lives right here for us. Guys, I don't know what you're going to face when you leave here tonight. I don't know what you're going to face tomorrow at school, this weekend. I, I don't have the answers, but I do know this. I love in that song, it says we have one desire. What if that was our one of the Spirit come? Help us, be with us, lead us. Guys, that's why God gave us the same power for each and every one of us to help us in those times when we feel like we can't do it on our own. Because I'll be honest, y'all, you can't do it by yourself. But God wants to help you through His Spirit. And let's pray real quick to Him right now. Heavenly Father, Thank you so much for these amazing students that are here tonight. 
Thank you so much, God, for the plans that you have for them, for the futures you have for them, Father. Uh, I pray, Lord, that they'll be encouraged and that they'll know, Father, that they are yours. They're your sons. They're your daughters. God, that you have an incredible future lined up for them. God, I pray for those who are struggling right now, who are going through such hard times. I pray, God, that they can lean in on that same power that rose your son Jesus from the grave. I pray that they can rely on that same power that can move mountains, Father. We pray that we rely on that, Lord, this week with whatever we face. Uh, We just pray, God, that we can rely and trust and know that you're right here with us. God, we're grateful. Help us be reminded of that. Uh, Thank you so much for your son, Jesus. We pray for those tonight who might not have a relationship with him yet. We just pray, Lord, that they can be encouraged to talk to their leader or talk to a friend about that and what it looks like. God, we love you. We're so thankful for your son, Jesus, and his spirit that's always with us. In his name we pray. Amen. Thanks for listening. If you would like to get more information on Impact Student Ministry or The Summit Church, visit us online at thesummitchurch.net.